0: Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On
1: Today.
2: The Knicks went into the All-Star break feeling great. And then the second half started. A seven-time All-Star is moving on from San Antonio. Plus, if it can happen to Duke, how many teams will COVID-19 affect in the NCAA tournament? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today.
0: Searching all major sports found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: One of the best stories of the early NBA season, the feel-good New York Knicks. They came into Thursday night matchups against the Milwaukee Bucks, over 500 coming out of the All-Star break, and... It didn't go so great for them in that game. 134-101, Milwaukee took care of the Knicks. Joining me now, Alex Wolf from Locked On Knicks. And Alex, we don't want to take too much away from one game, right? Especially coming out of a break. But these are going to be measuring stick performances for a Knicks team that has outperformed expectations to this point. So including this game, how do you think the Knicks are measuring up so far as, as a potential playoff team?
3: Yeah, I think, I think you could pretty safely say that they're, I I think that they're going to make the top eight, you know, I don't even think that they're just going to be in play in territory, which, you know, is obviously new turf this year, Uh, having those nine and 10 spots definitely be playing games. Um, I think that, I I think they're good. You know, they've, they've played, you know, they've had some stinkers like this one. Um, There's a number of other ones that were really, you know, unsavory performances, which happens with any team, but they faced the same Bucks team beginning of January and beat them by like 20 something points. Um, so I think it was just an off night for the Knicks in this particular night. I think by and large tips has them playing in such a way that they're, they're going to be competitive every single night. Uh, and the, the one encouraging thing about the Knicks this year is that they seem to be able to take care of business against bad teams, uh, which has never been the case, even when they've been, you know, fake good in the past uh you know there's there's been just certain games are, are struggles all the time but you know right now they're, they're taking care of business against the bad teams and they're you know they, they have their on nights and off nights against the good teams but most nights this was not a good night to, to have this be like your measuring stick for the Knicks this was this is an anomaly they haven't really been getting crushed like this too often this year
2: No, especially, you know, the Bucs flipped the script on them a little bit because in that first game, the Knicks um, had the bold plan to make every shot they attempted, Mm -hmm. and uh, the script flipped a little bit for the Bucs last night. They, you know, they shoot 58%, 48%, 47% from three. With Julius Randle in his ascension this season, all-star, he goes three for 12 in this game, seven points. Is it too simple to say that that as Randle goes, so goes the Knicks?
3: Oh, that's absolutely... In many ways. True. Uh, you know, he's some other guys can step up, you know, on nights when Randall by the numbers has a bad night, but usually Randall is contributing more across the box score and on the floor than he was tonight. He just seemed a little off, you know, maybe it was just like post all-star hangover, you know, whatever. I don't know what exactly it was, but he was, he was off. He couldn't make his shots. Most nights he's going to be the engine, uh, you know, both as a shot maker and a lot of times as a distributor, But, you know, you get good performances from R.J. Barrett. Sometimes that'll buoy the team. You get big performances from Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, The really surprising rookie who's already scored over 25, like, six times this year or something like that in limited minutes. Um, You know, there's a lot of other guys on the team that can step in if need be and, you know, do some good things. But, yeah, by and large, I do think it is fair to say, as Julius Randle goes, the Knicks go.
2: The San Antonio Spurs may be in the thick of a playoff race, but they're still moving on from their seven-time All-Star. That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball, basketball, Baseball is going to be here before you know it hockey golf is a blast to gamble on and when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts
1: now here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: The Nets started the second half of the NBA season with an offensive party at the expense of the Celtics. Here's locked on Nets host Adam Armbright. And
0: that's how you want to kick things
4: off to start the second half of the year. Double digit victory for the Nets over Boston at home. Kyrie Irving putting dudes in the blender off the dribble, knocking down the perimeter shot as well. 14 third quarter points alone really led this with a nice little thread throughout all four quarters exactly what you want to see from that young man take out your brush and paint you are an artist check out the locked On nets podcast right here on the lockdown podcast network
2: it was devin booker's night and even damian lillard couldn't stop it
0: four straight for the phoenix suns brendan clean here from locked on phoenix suns coming to you after a 127 121 victory by the suns over the portland trailblazers their second victory over portland in about two three weeks and that's where I'm at with this team right now they're 17 and three over their last 20 they are bona fide playoff team we know they're good it's who and how do they match up uh, against playoff teams against the the teams that they're going to need to be it's a weird place to be with this Phoenix Suns team but they seem to have picked up where they left off Coming out of the break, Devin Booker scoring uh, like he always has, 11 of 20 from the field for 35 points. It's just more of the same from this Suns team, more excellence. And so it's really how do they fare over the second half and matching up against the cream of the crop in the league and, and adjusting and coming to their own. And so far, so good. Four straight, the Suns maintain the two seed, and away they go into the second half. For more on this team, Listen to Locked On Suns wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Matt Coleman scored 19 points including the go ahead free throw with 1.8 seconds left and number 13 Texas rallied in the closing minutes to beat number 20 Texas Tech 67-66 in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament on Thursday night. Texas will play the second seeded Jayhawks for a spot in the championship game on Friday. Also in the Big 12, the second-ranked Baylor Bears survive in advance with a win over Kansas State, 74-68. The Bears will play the red-hot Oklahoma State Cowboys, who beat West Virginia, 72-69, for a spot in the championship game. And if the NCAA tournament is half as entertaining as the Big 12 was this season, we are going to be okay. Okay. North Carolina beat number 22 Virginia Tech 81-73 in Thursday night's ACC tournament quarterfinals. The Tar Heels will face second seed Florida State, which advanced when the Seminoles' quarterfinal matchup with Duke was canceled after the Blue Devils withdrew due to a positive COVID-19 test in their program.
1: Here is another story you need to know.
2: Quietly, the San Antonio Spurs, who do everything quietly, announced that they and LaMarcus Aldridge, a seven-time All-Star, have mutually decided to part ways. The infamous mutual parting of the ways. Joining me now from Lockdown On Spurs, Jeff Garcia. And, and Jeff, this is phrasing we hear all the time in the NBA, that, that a player and team have mutually agreed to part ways. How mutual do you think this was?
4: It's not you, it's me. Maybe that, they should have said that when the uh, Popovich made the announcement. Uh, I believe it or not, I think this is mutual. I think there there was a meeting of the minds saying like, "Hey, this is not working." And outside of San Antonio, I can understand why people were a little surprised by this. But if you cover the Spurs, uh, especially from last season, then you knew this was going to happen. It actually didn't start this season; it started last season. Where the writing started to begin, writing on the wall, um, actually on the bubble. When Marcus Aldridge could not make it out there due to injury, the team decided to hey, you know, we're just going to stop scouting. We're not going to be getting ready for the playoff. Let's just roll who we got, get these young guys going, and lo and behold, by every metric and the eye test, it showed that this team plays better without him. So that was, I think, was when the, the um, things started getting uh, moving. Look, credit the Spurs and Lamarcus. They tried to make it work. You know, Marcus committed to the three point shot. He said he's going to work on it, that he can hit it. Um, he showed a little bit of it, about 36%. It's not too, too bad for him. No. But all in all, you know, you just saw it. You know, whenever he didn't play, the team flowed better. The offense wasn't as stagnant. They didn't have to slow down the young guys. Uh, you uh, you see what Jakob Purtle is doing with this club, manning the middle when LMA was out, and now like it's permanently out until he finds another club. He just fits better, and defensively, Lamarcus Aldridge lacked. Peter, you only had one. He's only had one double figure rebounding uh, night this season. That's it, ten. That's all you got. That's all you got from him. Um, there's people that tell me, is it is it age? Is it is it the, the 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 mixing, the meshing of the of him and the young guys? I think it's a little bit of both. How much
2: do you think he has to give to the next team? Presumably he wants yeah. to continue to play and and you know there are there are going to be teams that say, "Hey, look, this is a guy who is a seven-time all-star and if you're a contending team, you know, if you're a team like, you know, the the Nuggets or the Bucks who could use another big, maybe this is appealing to them."
4: Yeah, look, you know, this season, his numbers aren't terrible. 13.7 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, 46% shooting, and I mentioned the 36% shooting from uh, deep. So he is serviceable. They're still there. It's not like he's on his last legs. I, I think you now is his career winding down, obviously, but he is going to give a team. Whether that be a contending team, like the rumored reports of him, you know, Miami chasing him, I think they'd give him a great little one-two punch with him and Bam. You look at possibly Phoenix, you know, him uh, backing up uh, Aiden or pairing up with Aiden in that front front court, I think it'd be great. And if it can happen to
2: Duke, how many teams will COVID affect in the NCAA tournament? The cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends, At Built Bar and this month we are having a lot of fun with our Built Bars because it's the month of brackets and we are having I'm telling you the staff here at Locked On we are arguing in our group chats about this everyone has their Built Bar takes about the best flavor today the matchup is cookies and cream against that winner of Churro Puff and Apple Almond but I'm going to be honest with you. It's gotta be cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is an ultra elite flavor, the kind of title favorite that every other flavor in the bracket should be afraid of. Go to builtbar.com or bar underscore built on Twitter. To let us know what you think. And remember to use that promo code locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order. That's locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order when you go to builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar out there. I promise you it will be a built bar because built bar truly is the best tasting protein bar on the market, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar.
1: Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day.
2: The Duke Blue Devils are out of the ACC tournament and not because another basketball team beat them, but because of a positive COVID-19 test. Joining me now, J.J. Jackson, host of Locked on Blue Devils. And J.J., when we look at this particular instance, what happened is not surprising. That a team got a, a player or a coach or whoever got COVID and, and force a team out of the, the conference tournament. Not surprising. But when we push this forward to the NCAA tournament, there are real ramifications here. How big of a, of a warning shot does this fire to every team that is going or, or even just trying to make the NCAA tournament?
1: Uh, Peter, thanks for having me first. It's a huge blow to the, the NCAA tournament as a whole, as a warning shot to what this could mean when Selection Sunday rolls around and that sort of thing. We're talking about an NCAA tournament that did not take place at all in 2020, right? So we're all so excited to actually have a tournament in 2021. But if the standard becomes, hey, if you have a single positive test, you can't play anymore. Well, then what does that mean for everybody else? Then it gets to the contact tracing. Duke won their game last night. Imagine if this would have been the case and Louisville, who they played, was supposed to play Florida State later today. What would that have done in the ACC tournament? And there's going to be big conversations that need to happen in the NCAA tournament moving forward because two consecutive years without an NCAA tournament, nobody wants that. The NCAA certainly doesn't need that. And it's it's funny that we're talking about one of the biggest brands in all of college basketball in Duke that was affected by this. Uh, but you're right, there are going to be so many major conversations that need to take place as to what protocol will be should a positive test affect the team in the tournament field.
2: This is a team really still fighting for its tournament lives. So how does not getting to advance in the ACC tournament affect Duke?
1: Yeah, well, their athletic director, Kevin White, came out to say and said, this is it. This, the year has come to a close. Duke will finish the season 13-11 and 11 and not make the NCAA tournament for the first time since March of 1995, that, that's how it affects it. I mean, the, the season comes to a close for this Duke team, which is really unfortunate because this team was really starting to play some of its best basketball this year in the ACC tournament. And for this Duke team that you know, a lot of people were almost hating on Duke earlier in the year when they canceled those non-conference games in the season because Coach K wanted his players to have the opportunity to to go home for the holidays. And we saw in college basketball, immediately following the New Year and Christmas holidays, that's where we saw the most positive cases. Duke didn't have a single positive test all throughout the college basketball season. The irony that it comes full circle for this Duke team who was busing an hour each way to Greensboro every single day for the ACC tournament, not even staying at the venue like the rest of the teams, super, super cautious. And yet we see, once again, We've been going through this thing for an entire year that COVID-19 always appears to have the upper hand. And so for Duke, their year comes to a close and they turn their sights to next season.
2: And finally, Miami Heat Center Myers Leonard has been fined $50,000 and suspended from the team's facilities and banned from team activities for a week for the anti-Semitic slur he made while playing video games Monday. Leonard will also be required to participate in a cultural diversity program. Now that you've got your news, go make some money. Listen to Locked On Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts coming up Monday. The brackets will be set. We'll have reaction from our local experts. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.